Hi everyone and welcome to Esan Is. If you're listening for the first time, this is season two, so you're welcome to go back and listen to season one, check that out. Um, or if you just want to start from season two, fine. And if you happen to be returning, thank you for listening to season one and I hope you enjoy season two. Um, so I'm starting season two after taking about a two month break. Um, just to kind of figure out where the episodes would be going, trying to have more of a direction. So what I decided on was to make it more anime and manga focused. So this first um, episode will kind of give a overview of the manga that I've gotten interested in in the meantime and really the manga that I purchased in the meantime. And then also um, manga and anime titles that I'm either going to catch up on or try to finally watch. Um, like pretty much everyone else, I have a backlog of anime, anime that have been on my wish list or subscribe list for way too long that I haven't watched. Um, so, and then at the end of the episode, I think about a week or two ago, I saw this thing um, for Final Fantasy XIV where someone had decided to make um, a Heaven Sword pronunciation challenge, um, labeling different characters, different places, and different like titles and stuff used in Heaven Sword. So I did record myself doing that. For some reason, I guess since I did a voice recording of it, and didn't do it within the Twitter app, it wouldn't let me upload it to Twitter um, where I wanted to share it. So I decided, we'll put it in podcast a podcast episode. Why not? Um, so it'll be there. And then you're welcome to try it um, on Twitter as well. I'll include um, a retweet of, I'll try to find the original poster's tweet, retweet that from my Twitter account um, at Oni. Joshi um, on Twitter, which will also be in the episode, um, the episode information, and you all can try it and record yourself too, and see how many maybe you can get correct, and honestly, I don't even know if they are correct. I probably have to play through Heaven's Sword for the third time to see if they're correct, and compare with how the voice actors do them and say either as I'm probably thinking, I did them horribly wrong. Or, you know, maybe I kind of got it right. But anyway, um, I'm going to include a message from our sponsors, you know, from Anchor, and then we'll get into the meat of the podcast. Isan is back. Um, in the two months that I was off, uh, from February to basically this is end of April, I had a 33rd birthday, which um, I visited. I visited my brother and sister-in-law and my new niece um, in Nashville, Tennessee, along with my parents. Um, it was it was good. Um, unfortunately, the day I got back from the trip was not good. Um, 
I, I don't know if it was food poisoning. I don't know if it was the stomach flu that was going around down there that they told us about. Um, but I just had things coming from both ends and it was just horrible. And I actually had to call out um, two days I was supposed to work <laughs> because it was that bad. Um, and that's, you know, that's where I started from <laughs> after getting back from the trip. So, you know, things only went up from there. Um, and since then, pretty much I've been working. I've been keeping to my three day a week schedule. Um, and thankfully I have got some kind of focus now for school. Um, so that is wonderful. And then I have a zero, uh, zeroed in interest in manga. Um, cause I used to collect manga when I was living with my parents, but then, um, I was highly encouraged to give them to my younger niece, um, because they're basically like comic books, or at least my parents consider them comic books. But anyway, now I'm, you know, spending my own money on manga so I can buy the manga I want and spread my bookshelves with them. Um, so I did make a list of like 13 titles that I've gotten into so far. And honestly, when I did this list, it was like a couple weeks ago and the list has only grown since then. Um, so we're going to start with Black Butler. That was a favorite of mine. I love season one, season two, since it divvied from the source material, it was so, so. And even if you don't think about the source material, it was just kind of weird how it ended. Um, I didn't watch the Book of Circus. That's one of the many in the backlog. But I have one through two. Um, it seems since it's an older title, it's going to take longer. It's harder to find and it's going to take longer because it seems to be on back order everywhere. Um, and everything says, well, we'll ship it when we can find it, basically. Um, and then I have the first four volumes of Fire Force, which I enjoyed the anime series. Um, I loved Soul Eater, the anime series. And I like and I appreciate that the author of Fire Force actually knows how to draw black people, which is rare because usually they either end up looking like Jigaboo or just like some weird monstrosity. So, so happy, you know, and then it's a great story anyway, and there's so much fire. Um, and then a title that um, I always wanted to finish was D. Gray Man. So I was able to find like these, I guess, books that have um, like multi-volumes in them. It'll have like one, I think I was fine. I was able to find two that has like volume one, two, three, and then another one that had um, four, five, six. I've been trying to find more of those for D. Gray Man, but again, that's another older title. So then they're like, eh, maybe we got it, maybe we don't, I don't know. So that and, that and Black Butler have kind of taken a back burner because it's like I, as much as I love them, I can't find them. Not at Barnes and Noble, not at Books a Million, not on Amazon, like what is happening? Anyway, um, one of my favorites was I think I've mentioned on a previous 
episode last season was the faraway paladin it's an isekai which as much as i i have like a love hate with isekai because there's just so much of it and i do read a lot of the man was um on tapas and webtoon that do have um basically isekai either someone's getting isekai into there or i guess it's one of those where the protagonists they're still within their own world but they die and either had multiple deaths or they die and they're able to use their knowledge from the previous life to kind of figure out um how to prevent the tragedies that happened in the previous life so for me it depends on where the plot is if is there a plot what's going on um in the faraway paladin you have will which it's briefly like it's briefly touched upon that it's an isekai and I felt betrayed, but then it had a lot more world building. There was a grand purpose. And then when I actually reread volume one and then I couldn't put it down. So then I read volume two and I'm like, this is the shit, um, you know? And I was so mad when I finished volume two because it ends on such like a note and you're like, but it just stops there. Like what's gonna happen? And that's always a great feeling in these books where you like, when you find a very good title that world builds and give you something to go off of and kind of fleshes out what's going on. Maybe not fully, but at least to where it wants that line of not explaining it to you, you know, like you're an idiot but explaining it to you, you know, like you can read and then also, um, you know, like, yes, you are a reader, you are an outside person. Um, these are kind of the things. And then because Will in the story um, is also pretty much an outsider as well when he does actually meet other people, um, him and the reader are going through the same motions of like, I don't know what is happening what do you mean that's weird what do you mean that's offensive what do you mean i shouldn't do that you know um where we would normally think like yeah that's okay um but it's like yeah no that's not no one's done that for like a couple hundred years like a couple hundred years what um there's also an anime series i think i watched the first two episodes but i that's probably going to be one I have to go back and start from the beginning but I already pre-ordered the third volume for it um apparently it's taken from a light novel which the last time I was at the Barnes and Noble I did see the light novel but I'm like I don't know when I read like manga and manhwa I want it like in a manga type format so that's why I ordered the um format I'm used to it's weird. It's one of those weird preferences I have. And then another one of my favorites is A Terrified Teacher at Ghoul School. Um, it was one where I actually went in there looking for Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, and I saw the cutesy art style of this like freaked out man with like this major cowlick apparently teaching supernatural beings at a school. And I'm like, that's a weird read. It'll probably be a fun read. Let's try it. 
Um, but then, of course, I couldn't find the first volume of it. So I'm like, why? Because it was the same thing with Jujutsu Kaisen. They had volume zero. And then it went to two, three, four, five. I'm like, where are the first volumes? Um, so I, I ended up ordering both of those. But then, as I did with both of them, um, I, was on, I went on an ordering binge. And then I ordered both of them twice. So then it's going to require another um, trip to the store to return it. It was just ridiculous. But anyway, um, it's a fun, it's basically like a funny slice of life thing about this guy who um, named Simi, who becomes a teacher, the first human teacher at a school for yokai. And Simi... He's not really cut out to be a teacher, really, even by human standards. He's not. He's not. If you take out his fetish for um, sailor uniforms, which is creepy, um, but if you even take that out, like, he's way too whiny. He doesn't actually discipline the kids. He does try and teach them, but it's just, you know, it's just nothing works. Like, he just, he, it's just so bad. But that's also why it's great, because it's just so funny. And the kids are, like, clearly more mature than him. And he does bond with them. And they try and help him out. It's funny and hilarious. And then you're learning about, like, the different types of yokai and how they interact. And then it turns out Seme, um, his family, I believe, works with a shrine. Or they have a shrine. And he's, like, a descendant. And apparently his very strong spiritual powers which I guess could damage yokai. So we're still trying to find out the reason why the principal recruited him to the school. It seems to be the principal may be obsessed with the family or obsessed with who he believes Semi is reincarnated to be, like this popular famous diviner, but nothing's for certain. And you know, Semi's just, He's just winging it every day. He just counts every day as a win that he's alive, as he should. And then, of course, as I mentioned, Jujutsu Kaisen, I believe I have volume zero and the first four volumes. And I'm currently re-watching season one. Um, I think I'm in the middle of the Goodwill Games. So that's why I'm with that. Um, I did buy, I did get some plushies, and then I have to return one little figurine I got because it was supposed to be Megumi. It even has, um, I think, like the item number of the Megumi that I ordered, but it's Yuji. But I already have Yuji. I love Yuji, but I also wanted the full, like, team. Because I got Kusaragi, Yuji, I wanted Megami too. <laughs> uh, and then um, I got like three different BL titles. Um, this one was a one-off. It's called Yagi, the Bookshop Goat. It's one of those where they have like carnivores and herbivores. And of course, Yagi eats paper. Eating paper at bookshops is bad. But then he's hired by Okami, who... They had like a prior friendship, um, I guess when they were both little. It's a very cute and sweet um, 
BL title. It has like a little explicit material, but not like it's nothing hardcore. And then I guess because there's always one questionable BL title you have. Um, for me, that's, and I forgive me if I say this wrong, Hitori Chime, My Hero, which I believe is also a BL anime, but I have like the first three volumes of it. I do enjoy it because I, the relationship is, the relationship is, is troublesome because it's like a teacher and a student and there's a 12 year age gap. Um, but then also you see where they're very sweet to each other and the teacher is trying to take into consideration that obviously he's a minor and like, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it falls into that like BL trope where, you know, it's, you know, the teacher and student thing and, you know, it's sweet and they're both like delinquent, it's delinquents, it's, it's truly like one of those guilty pleasure titles because it has beautiful art and it's funny and sometimes sweet and problematic, which you can get into in the BL genre. The last BL title I'll cover, well, I'll cover it now. It's called 10 Count. It's, I think, one of the first BL titles I remember reading. And really, it goes a step further than BL. It's more yaoi. Um, and it's definitely hardcore. Like, if you thought um, Yagi the Bookshop Goat was hardcore, then you should not read 10 Count. Because that, um, and that's also a very problematic relationship they're both adults but Kurose is supposed to be Shirotani's um counselor who he's seeing for his like severe OCD and then things like progress and then they go wildly off the rails and their relationship deepens and it gets uh real deep and real sexual and I, even though it's like clearly problematic as a medical professional, you shouldn't do that. But at the same time, it's a fun and really sexy read if you're into Yaoi and BL. So, you know, <laughs> you know, it, it is, it is what it is, you know, like don't, don't do that in real life, but you know, read a book. <laughs> That's basically what that is. Um, also... There's Inspector, which I did watch the first season. I did enjoy the first season. Um, I have the first three volumes of that. That's where you have this young girl. Um, she's about 16. She sacrificed, I believe, an eye and a leg to become, I guess, the intermediary for spirits. And then she has this hardcore crush on, on I want to say, Saw like this guy, um, he's played by Mamo Chan, uh, Kuro, um, which he's basically like, um, near immortal or almost immortal. Um, and she just thinks he's the coolest thing for sliced bread. Does he think this? No, I mean, eventually she grows on him to where he's like not as annoyed 
when she asks him to do anything. But to her, she's already cemented in her mind that they are in a relationship. They are girlfriend and boyfriend. And he's like, uh, I just got out of like a relationship where my girlfriend found out like I'm half human and basically a monster and immortal. Like, I'm not really like, no, and you're not even my type and you're like younger than I am. Like, no. And she's like, but no, like, you're my boyfriend, and you're going to be my boyfriend, and you're going to help me solve the issues with the spirits and investigate the mysteries and do this. And he's like, I mean, fine, I guess. I just got to keep you from dying. Okay. And that's basically, like, their relationship. It does get a little bit better by the end of the anime that I saw. Um, I read volume one a while ago, so I have to reread volume one and then read two and three. Um, but I'm interested to see where it's going to progress from that, because typically those either have that unrealistic thing of going from like enemies to lovers, or just they just stay like she's just blissfully unaware of how unhappy he is, like just straight up unhappy like, bothered he is, <laughs> you know, like, just bothered, um, then I also have, um, of course, uh, I always seem to pick these titles that I love, but I have difficulty pronouncing, so, Farin, F-R-I-E-R-E-N, and the subtitles, Beyond Journey's End, so basically, she's like an elf. She worked with like a warrior priest. It looks like a dwarf. They save the world. And then it shows, you know, what happens after heroes save the world? And what happens if you're like the one person in the party who's basically going to live like hundreds of years? And it's like 50 years to you is like six months. But in those 50 years, it showed like the hero. He got bald. He got short. He got old. And she's like, what are you doing? You don't even have any hair to comb. Um, but, you know, they were going to um, see, I guess their statues are due to do some sort of, like, um, it was, like, some sort of celebration. And then, you know, she came back, like, several years later. He, they were doing his funeral, you know. And then the same thing for the priest she had traveled with, too. And then even the dwarf, he, the dwarf, she's like, well, can you go on a journey with me to do da 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 da? And he's like, well, I mean, you know, me and you, we age like a lot slower than humans, but I haven't picked up an axe and I don't know how long. Like, I'm too old for that. I'm just retired. So, so then she ends up going on a journey with, um, I think a mage protege that the priest introduces her to. Um, shortly before his death and then they're just gonna go around the world and I guess just journey <clears throat> but I feel it's a good look of like what happens after the party saves the world because everybody talks about oh yeah the world's saved we've either killed the dragon or the demon lord or whatever it is and then it's like well yeah so then like what happens to the heroes after that they, like have a celebration like, get married, get money, or have a statue, or whatever, but then, like, what? 
you know, so I liked that aspect of it. And then, of course, I had to get um, Wotakoi, Love is Hard. Um, they're on order. I ordered, like, the one to six, um, yeah, volumes one through six. I'm hoping to get those soon. And then, because um, I did read them online on an app before, but I want to own them and reread them in, like, in, there's just something about reading manga in person that I just really find relaxing and I like it. So I want to have them. And then I'll watch the anime at some point. At some point. You know. Um, and then of course one of my new favorites and pretty much everyone's new favorite is Spy X Family. Some people say Spy Times Family. I don't know. I say Spy X Family. Um, but that, of course, is the spy Twilight. He's an international spy. Um, man of mystery disguises. He's given a mission. What mission is that? To have a family so he can infiltrate this private school and get close to this nefarious dude who, you know, could upsurp world peace. He picks a cute little girl, Anya. Turns out she's a telepath. And she's not even, she's not smart. She's not book smart. She's more, you know, people smart. But I like that she's an actual child and, like, acts like an actual child. And she's, like, six, so she jumps to, like, these wild conclusions upon hearing things that people are thinking. And then because she's so into spies and stuff, um, she either just outs her father, um messes with his spy equipment <laughs> which is hilarious or just you know just begs to watch spy cartoons um and then he you know he happens to pick the one person who is at the same time the best to be his wife because she's also living a double life um as an assassin you know as one does so it's just a lovely book um even though the three of them have such dark backgrounds and basically the two of them have like such dark jobs. It's actually very lighthearted. It's hilarious. Everyone should enjoy both the books and the anime. It's lovely. Um, and then there are actually two other books I'll get into real quick. Um, the first one, I really, I said two, but really it's one. <laughs> I said two, but it's one. Um, really the other one is this one I found by accident. Um, I just happened to see it and I'm like, huh. And it's, it's another isekai, but I like the isekai that kind of don't have like some grand, well, and then the faraway paladin, he does have a grand mission, but I feel like it, it's in the way the writer like constructs it. It's not just like a straightforward we're just gonna go kill a demon king or solve this problem it's actually much more convoluted and there's a lot there's gonna be a lot of steps and no one actually knows how to solve this problem like no one's dealt with it before we actually thought we had it solved before and turns out that didn't work so now what do we do but in this one it's called the savior's book cafe so the yeah the Savior's Book Cafe Story in Another World. 
It's another manga based on a light novel, hence the long title. <laughs> One thing the faraway Paladin did do, they cut down on that title. But again, it's called The Savior's Book Cafe. Story in Another World. And I do have to say, I love this one, first of all, um, because the female lead, there's A, a female lead. B, um, she's the same age as me, she's 33. Usually these leads are um, all teens, like the faraway paladin. Or there's some person who died in their 20s or 30s and then they reincarnated as a teen, or a boy or girl, like child. But she's actually 33. Um, she was actually pretty comfortable with her life before. And then she was isekai just, you know, when she slept. And she demanded to go back. She's like, no, that is for teens and all that. I've aged out of that. I wish you got a pretty good life set up. Like, you need to send me back. And it's like, yeah, well, could you just go? It's like, no. So then she basically haggled with the god of this other world to get, like, magic and all the other stuff which I love because that is what as you learn as you get older you need to haggle for stuff like you don't just agree as someone in their teen was like oh you want to be here yeah and that's all they had to hear she's like no I I want a b c and d and if you can't do any of that you need to send me back now um and then she just went to another world and she was running her book cafe like just her quietly in the woods with her book cafe and she was just chilling and then um yeah she happened upon romance which it happened to be with a you know I believe he was like he's a commander of like the prince's guard um but they actually I don't know have the in same interest which is rare usually they always go for like, oh yeah, opposites attract, but it's like, oh, that's not really how it works. Like you need some similarities, not like all of them, but like maybe some common interests that bring you together and then you learn about a person like she did with him. They, you know, they both love books. So he happened to come, he saw it, he stopped by on his horse, he went in there, he was able to get a warm meal and read some books. And then you see for the couple, the first couple of times, um, He's actually, he's not hitting on her or anything. He's just reading books and eating. And then finally he's like, hmm, I don't see anybody else coming in here. I'm curious about this lady who's running his book cafe. So I'll start asking some questions because he's kind of suspicious because he's a Captain Garland. He's supposed to protect like the prince in the city and all that. So you ask questions of suspicious people. But then he's like, eh, this lady's okay. I'm going to re continue reading my book. And then it goes from there. Um, so far there's two volumes, um, I did pre-order three and four. I don't know how many total volumes the author plans to write, but I enjoy them. I enjoy them wholeheartedly. Just wholeheartedly enjoy them. They're just so funny, and it's just funny to me that there was an actual, like, 33-year-old, um, isekai person that when she isekai she stayed the same age it wasn't like you went back to your 20s or your teens or a child like she stayed the same age and she haggled i loved it um so that's basically our manga portion um next up i'll i'll include the um heaven sword the heaven sword audio which i can always say 
I can only apologize to people who actually know how to pronounce those words. I apologize in advance. Like, I tried. I tried my best. I'm not a voice actor. I don't plan to be. I feel like you actually do need some skill to do that, and I don't have it. So that'll be up next. Well, I'm going to try this this Heaven Sword accent challenge. And the person who started this, I I think it's dope, but also at the same time, I don't like you. So here we go. It says, record yourself saying the following. I should be able to say the most of these right, because I did play... Um, I did play Heaven's Ward from Final Fantasy fourteen twice, but you know, uh, anyway, let's start. So first up is Hershafont, your best friend, number one warrior of light simp who dies in a horrible way. And I just feel that if you were any type of healer, you should have been able to save him. And then he could just be, you know, just your ride-or-die character as he was. Anyway, uh, next up is Onewal. He's the little guy who follows, um, who follows Hershefant's, um, younger brother around. And then how's Helenarte? And then there's Artorial. He's the older brother who I know takes over from um, the Count of, Four, of House Fornton. And there's, of course, there's Edmund, who's the current Count and then steps down, you know. And then there's Guillarme, I think. And then Drillemont, Forlemont, Fortin. I don't know if the D is supposed to be silent. So it's either supposed to be Desmail or Zedmail. There's even like a dungeon I've done like so many times on that one. I don't know. And then House Durandere. Or Durandere? Maybe Durandere. So it ends in E. And then, of course, I'd be remiss if I didn't know these two. Estinian, the uh, blue dragoon, who is so prickly. But, you know, that's why you love him. And then there's Emric, who, you know, good dude, good dude, best dude. And then Saint Raymond, Raymond, probably Raymond. And then Alphano. You know, who's got his boots on and then the pants with like the side thigh out. I don't know. That was, that was a very, that was a strong choice. And then Gay Du, alright, so Gay De Lot. The G silent, then Good Day Lot. I don't know. And then here's the one. He was annoying. Emelian, Emelian, no, Emelian, and then Thornton. I'm yet. Why don't I remember that guy? And then there's Hodge Long, 
That's hard long. I don't know. And then Zaley. She was the chick who was, I guess, the reincarnated Lady Shiva who fell in love with the dragon. Or she was just embodying Lady Shiva who fell in love with the dragon. I don't know. But she was there. She was a war criminal. But then, you know, we liked her at the end. And then Gorgagni Mills, Carvalian, and then Porta Lane. Oh, I feel I butchered so many of those. Just so many were butchered. Thanks for listening to this week's episode <laughs> titled How Isan is Building a Weeb Castle. <laughs> uh, basically, a weeb castle with all this manga. Um, so, if you have any recommendations, either manga, video games, or anime or otherwise, you're welcome to comment um, them on through, um, through Anchor um, or send them to me through. Uh, my Instagram or Twitter, which will be in the description. Um, and I hope you guys have a good week and enjoy your interests. Bye. Mm-hmm.